Welcome to the Daniel McInnes Podcast, a podcast for small businesses who are seeking great practical advice about marketing and sales. Danielle thinks like a customer. Even as a little kid, she always has shown deep empathy for others. Dan uses this customer insight to help small businesses create practical marketing strategies that work. Using this customer-centric approach and her 20 years' experience in sales and marketing, Dan takes what is in your head, adds her expertise to create a system to assist you make better marketing decisions, attracts a regular stream of ideal customers, and creates a brand that your employees and customers will love. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi everyone, I was recently interviewed by a journalist and it made for some interesting conversation that I thought um, small businesses would be interested in. So here's a recording and the first question that the journal asked me was all about what is customer centric. When you're talking to a small business, I think what they perceive it to be is that you know you're customer serving and thereby you're looking after your customer. But customer centric to me and I guess this is what I've built my company on, is to actually have the customer at the core of your organisation. And so that, that to me means you've actually built your customer, your service or product from a customer need. So in, intrinsically it has the customer at its core as opposed to starting up something and then trying to service or fit in um, customer expectations around what you perceive is good for the customer and you can see how that creates lots of problems and stress for small businesses because um, often they think they know what their customers want and and take an educated guess and and then try and bolt on things to an existing offering but it may not be built on something such as research or knowledge or even dare say asking the customer first the next question I was asked was about how do small businesses become more customer-centric? Because it depends where they are in the, in the life cycle of their business um, because often as an established business, there's some things that just don't make sense. I mean, you can't really re-carve up your business, especially if it obviously is working on some level. So there's a different approach for established business as to a new business. Obviously, if it's new business service or product, it, they're in a fantastic position to actually go and test those ideas. So the process would be to, um, you know, identify that product or service based on a customer need that they had as perception of and then go and test it. And that can be market testing or doing surveys or interviews and gathering that data and also can be just researching what what's known about that customer need already and really getting that first-hand information so that's that's sort of the step one and it is the step one with an established business as well for me and you know I do this all all the time I go in and I say to you know the CEO or the manager when was the last time you spoke with your customers directly and so they you know, they would sort of say, well, you know, we have the odd conversation through our sales meeting, but for them to actually understand what's going on is a different thing. And so I would do what I call an audit or a touch point for their um, business. It would be looking at some key research from their existing customers and perhaps customers that they've lost 
and finding out how they served them, what they liked about the service or product and what they didn't like, and doing exactly the same thing with their staff. Because I believe it's, you know, the best built brands have this nice balance between creating a brand or an identity or a purpose that customers love and that employees want to be a part of. And that that sort of value that the customers see, they can see it in the staff. So it's sort of almost um, plotting that from both angles or both spheres and then bringing that back in. So that's sort of step one. Step two then is to look at the touch points and how do we prove this value or the thing that they perceive. So, for example, if, you know, they were an osteo and and they had decided to specialise in, in back um, complaints and the thing, the reason that the customers really valued that particular service was because um, they created value not only in the initial consultation but perhaps with aftercare, with products and services, you know, we would look at every touch point of how they um, fulfilled that need for the customer so to make that customer experience um, not just through the initial um, um, consultation but all the way through that customer experience um, that they had with that particular osteo clinic. I know what those are because they obviously are touching the customers at different points and so that's why it's really important to get that um, feedback mechanism in place, not just initially so that I can do my job better in being able to guide them to provide, you know, an ultimately more competitive um, standout product or service, but also so that if there's gaps, we can fill them. So it's a great process and, you know, it's, it's small businesses are the best place to do this because they're closer to the customers than big conglomerates. So it's just amazing how many of them don't do it. Um, I use something called a simple marketing system that anyone can find on my web that goes through this process. But what I do, and, it, and you raise a really good point because it, it is so much, especially with service, but even with product, um, staff are so much a part of that whole customer life cycle that after we've sort of done the audit and say, okay, this is where we are and this is where, where we're providing the needs for our customers and this is where the gap is, whether we're established or brand new, this is what we can actually do to bridge that gap. Then it is about doing the plan to do that. And that plan normally takes a number of, a number of steps. And those steps involve really starting from the business strategy, um, looking at the business model for each business in terms of what are their vision, their business goals and directions. And that sometimes takes the, the tone of doing some coaching and some challenging around um, around that business model to make sure that it's optimised for customer centricity um, and then having some dashboards so that you can actually measure and, and hold the organisation accountable to, um, to make better business decisions but also to make decisions in the best light of the customer. And so that's one section. Um, but the real section that relates to this is the customer insight and innovation and that's where we put in place some mechanisms um, for feedback. We analyse the buying cycle of each individual customer group and see ways that we can improve that. Um, we look for innovations in the service and product by surveying customers and we do some customer um, 
metrics around satisfaction and also some metrics around employee satisfaction. Um, so all of those things together um, help build a, a customer-centric um, model for, uh, for your business. And I can give you some examples. Um, Aussie Pharma is a fantastic online um, producer that supplies groceries to your door within 48 hours of them being picked. Um, so the value proposition is sort of threefold. One is you're getting fresh food delivered and that's always a bonus. Um, you're actually helping Australian farmers and they go to great lengths to explain how they um, honour that, even with price adjustments. They're really trying to add value and make sure they look after the farmers. They have a foundation that gives money back to the farmers um, for crises and things like that. Um, and they're a franchise, so they actually help small businesses build their own wealth. So all of these touch points or um, key benefits are explained to the end customer. And they've really thought about this model um, in providing a gap in the market that, you know, that there is no um, real access to that farmer market anymore um, or it's becoming more difficult. And so this is a way... To, um, to get fresh food to the door. Um, but the thing I really like about Aussie farmers is they do a lot of surveying and they ask me, I'm a customer, um, to uh, give them feedback as they go. So they're always asking questions. They're always trying to tailor their offer to my needs. And that insight then um, obviously brings more customer loyalty. So I guess the takeaway for you as a small business, if you're listening to this, is to think about your business from a customer's point of view? Could you run a customer survey to get some touch points, and some feedback about how you could do your process, also your service better? Um, have you mapped out the touch points that each customer has when they come in contact with you, from the phone to the reception to your website? Are you actually using customer-centric language? Um, so all of those things can help build your brand and really focus on being a more customer-centric um, organisation. I hope you found this useful. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. For more great marketing tips, go to Dan's blog at www.daniellemcginnis.com and sign up for her marketing tips or visit her website at www.mcginnismarketing.com.au. Catch you next time.